Welcome to HR to Go. In this episode, we chat to Effective Workplace Solutions Managing Director Karen Arnold about performance management. Karen, in your words, how would you explain performance management? Performance management is a tool that is designed to maximise individual performance and, by extension, organisational performance. Why is performance management such a critical system for businesses to embrace? Whilst it might be a really challenging experience for everyone involved, addressing performance and behavioural issues as they arise will improve performance and behaviour in the workplace. It is critical to ensure performance deficiencies are addressed as soon as possible and I would encourage managers not to wait until the problem escalates beyond repair. The poor performance of as little as one employee can have widespread damaging effect across your entire business. When underperformance isn't addressed, it can result in a loss of motivation, productivity and a decrease in customer satisfaction. Other employees may become disengaged and resentful, which could result in an increase in employee absences and high staff turnover. So it's clear that performance management is an important element for businesses. What impacts do you see as positive outcomes for businesses that embrace performance management? That is a great question, because when we see performance management used as a tool to achieve outcomes, we see a boost in employee engagement and productivity, improvement in employee retention, because we see engaged employees stay longer, they're more actively involved in the workplace, and they produce better results. It can also help build better workplace culture and ensure staff follow correct processes and procedures, which is critical for a number of reasons, not the least being ensuring safety in the workplace and positive outcomes for your customers. So I think this is the perfect opportunity to point out that the behaviour we accept becomes the norm. And so in building on this, Mandy, we can see that performance management has two purposes which are one, to improve a team member's performance, or number two, to move them to an exit point from the business through the provision of warnings and performance improvement plans. And hopefully the priority is to try to improve an employee's performance by providing feedback, instruction, training and coaching. Yeah, and if that isn't possible, the documentation you'll have from performance managing that employee will place you in good stead to defend a decision to terminate. Okay, so at this point, if I have identified I have an issue in the workplace with an employee's performance, what would you say is the next step? Well, I think the question from here is then which way you will approach this. Do you adopt an informal performance management approach or a formal performance management approach for that matter? Informal performance management is great for on-the-job feedback, immediate correction of poor work performances, advice to employees, and of course, praise and recognition. Whereas formal performance management is utilised for the correction of poor work practices attitude, conduct or issues that are generally of a more serious nature or repeat issues and it generally arises after informal performance issues have been addressed. Um, It's really important to remember to always seek a response from the employee and provide any written warning to the employee in a timely manner. That said, regardless of the approach, it's important to always deal with the issue in private 
ensure you approach the matter in a calm and reasonable manner and make sure you document the discussion. And so in terms of the approach to providing feedback, how would you do it? Well, the quality of the feedback you provide is obviously going to impact the outcome you receive. Providing effective feedback could include things like considering the timing, at a bare minimum, deliver the feedback in private and consider when it is appropriate to provide the feedback. If the issue has just arisen, consideration should be given as to whether the employee is in the best mindset to receive your feedback and if you are in an open mindset to give it. Strong emotions can cloud a person's ability to accept feedback. So consider waiting to a more, for a more neutral time to provide the feedback. It's also important to be prepared. This is not a conversation you want to have on the spur of the moment. You want to think about what you're going to say, as well as anticipating how the employee might react. Think of the questions they might ask and have answers prepared for them. The more prepared you are, the easier it's going to be to stay even-tempered and not get flustered and provide a really solid critique for the employee. And I find for me that specific feedback is really helpful. Yes, be specific, be honest and be thorough with your feedback and ensure you fully clarify why you're having the conversation with your employee. Offer as many concrete examples as possible so that your employee understands you're not just pulling things out of thin air. The more clarity you can provide, the better the critique will be received. I'd also suggest making the feedback actionable and future-focused where possible. Give the employee feedback on behaviours that they can understand and action. It's important to avoid personal comments or feedback such as you're lazy. This is really unconstructive and it's likely to result in the employee shutting down and disengaging. Rather, focus on feedback that allows the employee to tap into what they can do to improve. I'd also say it's important to document everything. Document the discussion so you have a record on file. You also might want to consider providing the employee with documentation that confirms the discussion and any agreed outcomes. Documentation does make it real for the employee. It's often easy to brush off a verbal discussion or a scolding, but when an employee knows something's going on their personnel file, they are likely to take it much more seriously. Karen, going back to what you mentioned about providing feedback, would you say it's also really important to provide uh, feedback that reinforces positive behaviour? So like if someone does something really good, jumping on that opportunity to acknowledge that so they're getting positive feedback sometimes as well? Absolutely. I think we often look at performance management from a more negative perspective and we focus on providing feedback when um, employees are getting it wrong. But um, obviously everyone in the workplace likes to receive positive feedback and I think any opportunity to reinforce positive feedback is going to be really valuable for the employee and your workplace. Even taking the opportunity to open a discussion about an employee's performance with a focus on what they're doing right and then moving into perhaps the constructive feedback about the areas they're getting it wrong. So once you have moved through the performance management process with your employee, what happens next? So the next step would be to focus on follow-up. 
Employee accountability is the key to making your performance management successful. Therefore, following up with employees and ensuring that the employee is performing or heeding the feedback that's been provided is critical. Without consequences, there is little incentive to improve and it's really easy to slip back into old patterns of behaviour. It seems one of the common themes here is documenting the process. Can you elaborate on why this is so important? Absolutely. Performance management's often the catalyst and the scaffolding for any decisions that are made in respect to termination for performance reasons. There needs to be a paper trail prior to considering the termination of employment so that if you're making a decision to terminate, you have the documentation to support that decision. Documentation provides evidence that action's been taken and a process was followed, and it can be used to substantiate that an employee's performance was discussed with that employee and changes to behaviour or performance were required. The documentation will also provide a history of the employee's improvement or failure to improve performance over time, and therefore can be relied upon to support your decision to discipline or terminate that employee. One concern that I've heard raised in relation to performance management is that it might be considered bullying and harassment, and there's a fear that employees or managers might have a complaint levelled up. Yeah, I can see how this would be concerning, and certainly how it might create hesitancy around following through with the performance management process. Look, I would say employers are entitled to expect high standards of performance from employees and they can take reasonable management action to address any underperformance. Employees on occasion might perceive this as bullying. However, in my view, taking reasonable actions in a reasonable manner would not be considered to constitute bullying and or harassment. From my experience, consistency in management style helps to avoid bullying and harassment claims. Definitely, consistency is the key. It's really important for managers to ensure that all employees are treated the same and measured against the same set of expectations. A lack of consistency could be used to support a claim of bullying and harassment, so therefore ensuring that there is a clear process in place and that policies have been followed is really critical. It's important that you do not terminate or discipline one employee and leave another employee not dealt with for the same offence. We're about to wrap up, but before we do, are there any final tips or takeaways that you would like to share with us? Sure. My first takeaway for listeners would be that performance management should be viewed as a tool to help people perform to the best of their abilities in the workplace. Uh, Tip number two, I'd say performance management that focuses on accountability and transparency will provide your employees with a clear understanding of your expectations. Consistency should be central to any performance management process. And finally, document every step of the process. Well, thank you, Karen. And thank you, listeners, for tuning into another episode of hr to go If your business is based in Australia and you would like HR or employment law advice, visit our website, ewsolutions.com.au. 